reviewing, viewing, and previewing sports, entertainment, and events, Dirty Dina Studio presents Sea Space City, starring Alan, Ricky, and Brian. Welcome, everybody, to the Sea Space City podcast. It's the Podfather Brian here with the real stars of the show, Alan and Ricky. Ricky, how are you doing tonight? Great, great, great. Watching a little NXT. Watching a little NXT. Coming off of watching a little Last of Us. Crazy good episode right before the finale, episode 8. Holy crap, the show just really picked up. After two pretty decent episodes, but, you know, number 8. Wow. Very Is this nice, where the Nicolas Cage nice. meme came from, or no? I have no idea. Nicolas <laughs> there's Cage? A, there's a Nicolas pa- Cage and a Pedro Pascal meme going around? I don't know. Look, that boy Pedro's been everywhere except fucking, like, you know, except for, like, DC Universe. Let's just say it like that. Because, you know, he's been <laughs> Star Wars, The Last of Us. Game um, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. You know, I'm pretty sure he's, he's he's pretty much done everything now. So, Alan, I, I went to Ricky first so you could finish chewing. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty fabulous. It's been a, a very hectic last couple of days. Honestly, we've been just rolling on all cylinders. So, you know, we, we were just going and going and going. And I guess, you know, we kind of slowed down a little bit now. So, here we are. I had a... I I need I need a weekend to get over my weekend after this one. Ah, nice. took a day off. To. Took a day off, and I went and played golf. And I, I usually am not one to tell like golf stories on the podcast, but this one's too good. <laughs> we line up to this hole. It's a par five. It's got two ponds on it. One right in front of the tee box, and then one before you get to the green. So I hit my drive and I hit a low screamer. It's a whole lot of trouble. It's going right into that water. Wouldn't you know it? It hits that water, skips up, and makes it over. I skipped the golf ball over the water. Skipped it Ooh, right over I'm the water. I'm all excited. I hit. <laughs> yep. Holy crap. That's some divine intervention going on, man. You got Jeebus on your side. Right. <laughs> and not the first time I've ever done it, but it's it's been a while. And so you tried to do that. That's what that's what you got to turn and look at all everybody that you're playing with and be like that ass. Huh? I tried to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I hit my second shot. Now I'm looking at my third shot to approach the green. And I got to get over the second pond. And I hit the ball, and it's another low screamer. Right at the water. Wouldn't you know it, I skip it off the water and over again. Again? What? Twice. (laughs) Twice on one hole. And Les witnessed it. (laughs) <laughs> you've been doing your due diligence man holy crap have you been walking little ladies Listen, across the street to avoid traffic i've stuff? been i've been saying my prayers i've been taking my vitamins i've been doing my homework brother <laughs> <laughs> 
Holy crap, some of the luckiest two shots dogs. that park's ever going to see. It was wild. <laughs> I think I still end up with an eight on the hole because I just started screwing up after that. But <laughs> <laughs> and eight, even avoiding the water. Wow! Holy crap! <laughs> well, what's crazy is I only lost one ball that whole round. Uh-huh. Which is amazing for me. <laughs> I'm usually good for like three lost balls. Usually I find the water. <laughs> but this one ball is just like, nope, I'm water repellent. <clears throat> and so the one ball I lost, not a drop of water to be found. No idea where it went. Like got into some like brush or something. <laughs> Those little, those little, um, what were they? Those little groundhogs or little hedgehogs from a uh, Caddyshack? They came in the ball. <laughs> the gophers. Yeah, the gophers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those little gophers came and took your ball. Here's the thing. <laughs> I have had squirrels and geese both try and, like, take golf balls that I've hit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they use them for? <laughs> I mean, the geese, just revenge because they're spiteful little assholes. <laughs> oh the my squirrels, God. I think they're anti- just confused. Do we have an anti-geese agenda on the podcast? <laughs> on the golf course, I sure do. <laughs> I, I, I've, hit, I've hit a goose with a golf ball before. Wow. See, you, see that's what happened. You attacked that goose's <laughs> mother or father. And just like we're just like like an Afghanistan situation or something, you've created people who have to come and fight now. Like you've created like a geese who's like, oh, I'm gonna take every single ball from you, because he doesn't know anything about your life. So he 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 mainly just hangs around around the golf course. So he knows that like golf balls are extremely important to people. So like he wants to take away your ball. <laughs> <laughs> so in the, in my defense of hitting the goose which i hit square in the back um Jesus he Christ. was he was on the fairway in he the was back. in the middle of the fairway quite frankly <laughs> quite frankly that goose should have been so safe he was in the middle of the fairway i'm never in the middle of the fairway and but I hit the drive of the day, and it was long, and it was strong, and it was dead center, getting the friction on. <laughs> and <laughs> that's a baby got back reference right there. <laughs> and it got that goose in the back, <laughs> baby. Baby Brian got that goose in the back. Oh no. <laughs> In Texas, hey, see, in Texas, they'll 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 definitely send you to jail for shooting a man in the back. So you hit the goose in the back, bro. I don't know, I don't know, Brian. This one's not looking good for you, buddy. <laughs> All bets are off with geese. It was a Canada goose, you know. The the Texans just be like, close the border, both of them. <laughs> good Lord. Oh man. I just want Peter to know that me and Ricky do not endorse these activities towards animals. Thank you very much. I, I would like Peter to know that one, it wasn't on purpose, and two, 
that goose shouldn't have been in the middle of the fairway. Hey, that goose is in its natural habitat. If you ask me, you're the one that's in its home near a lake. I mean, mean, like I said, like I said, usually middle of the fairway, safest place to be. It was a one in a million shot. I mean, did we, did I not open this segment with me uh, talking about me skipping two balls over the ponds? Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty much like, like a, Randy Johnson, you know, when Randy Johnson hit that geese with a fastball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Same stuff. Same stuff. That's one of the greatest images in sports history. I feel so bad for that goose or bird or whatever that was. Probably just some random bird. I want to say it was a seagull. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say it was either God. a seagull or a pigeon. Like the timing. But did the you know that it's the bad luck that you have to have to be coming across right at the right time where Randy Johnson just plucks you? <laughs> right. <laughs> so Randy Johnson has has started a second career as a sports photographer. Yeah, I saw that. And mm-hmm. did you know that the logo for his photography company? Is a baseball hitting a bird? <laughs> That's a man who understands that. Take that, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> and I read that, and then I was like, no, there's no way. So I Googled him. Yep, absolutely is his logo. <laughs> He knows how people know him. That's 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 very smart. Right. Very heads up on Randy Johnson's part. <laughs> <laughs> so Saturday morning, I went and DJed this little league opening day with Phil. Uh huh. Dude, that was so much fun. Was it? I found it. I found I, it to be kind of boring. I, just, I was a little disconnected from the crowd. But when they, whenever people did come up and ask for songs and you know stuff like that, it was it, it was kind of fun, you know, whenever that happened. But <laughs> yeah, I did have I didn't get a whole lot for requests. Yeah, but I did. Uh, I, I threw pink. Let get the start party started. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Ricky, I think you know where this is going. <laughs> Apparently, the version I had was radio clean. But Radio Clean includes the phrase, kissing my ass. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) And it came through, and I immediately skipped to that the end of that song. I'm like, nope, we're going to move on because I don't trust it the rest of the time. And wouldn't you know it, not even a minute later, this old lady walks up. I think the song said, like, kissing my ass or something. I'm like, yeah, I already switched it. Bro, you just... I'm like, really? I just hope they're conversating with, like, all the parents are conversating with other parents while that's happening. You know what I'm saying? That's all I hope is that, like, when one of those sneaks through, because they'll sneak through every now and then. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you're at at a kid, you you toss on a song that just has something that you think is pretty minor, but one of the parents might, you know, make make a little bit of a fuss about it or something. But... Yeah, and no, like I said, you mean, just exposed my little Jimmy to the real world. Whoa, yeah, whoa that's not whoa. fair. It's like I didn't expose your ass. little Jimmy. <laughs> well, that lady or that grandmother, whatever. 
Johnny, no, whatever. Not he didn't get where that was going. Oh, no, I, I understood. I'm just. I heard you. It just felt flat. <laughs> It's like it's like it's like man, it's like you can't even play like WAP at a kid's gig or something like that, and they just try and get all crazy about it. I just I know, I just right? Where do, where's the decent? Where do you draw the line? Yeah, you know. I mean, it's where, where, where's the days like when you, you can go play, play WAP or apple bottom jeans, boots I with mean, the fur? I think you actually. What's could what's play crazy is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it and I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm like looking up I was actually looking up lyrics for my house. Yeah. Since it was opening day for yeah. you know your home baseball field. Yeah. I was like, that's a good home team song. But I'm looking and it's all about like hooking up and I'm like, eh the kids probably won't know, but if the adults do, they might get a little in their feelings, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what so. that's what you're trying to play, like a lot of like One Direction, maybe like some Imagine Dragons, you know, something that's kinda pretty a little bit more chill and Safe. just nicey tissues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I had a good I had a great time. I just it brought back a ton of memories for me of opening day for my kid baseball league. Bro, yeah, yeah, that's one thing that me and Corey. So we we go walking uh, late at night at the local uh, sort of baseball park around around Hempstead, and then we were walking the other night and we were looking at like the small field, and it looks so small, bro. Like you just feel like you could like <laughs> you just feel like you could Mark McGuire, like Barry Bonds, just out of that park all day long. Now. <laughs> like you look at the high school field, it still looks kind. It, lo- it still looks big. The high school field still got some size on it, but that's small. Right. Ricky was walking by, and when he was like, "Hey, bro, I bet you I could smoke the fuck out of a ball from this stadium." <laughs> 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 I mean, some of those peewee stadiums, it's like, man, we can play wiffle ball on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you could just get up over there and wand soda all day on that some bitch, man. Like, I just want to get up over there and just knock <laughs> <a> you out. <laughs> just give it the Jordan treatment. <laughs> Jordan says, you're gone. You're gone. <laughs> So and then I went, I went and I saw Cocaine Bear. Oh, did you finally see it? Nice. Listen, I saw it. Listen, it was fantastic. Was it okay? <laughs> it was. It was. It was what you wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Just over the top, ridiculous fun. That's all you want from it, because like it's you know. like the Oscars are coming up this Sunday. We all have our favorites, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, tar, but like every now and then, you just gotta have like some cocaine bear, man. You just gotta go to the movies, right? Like maybe have a maybe have some um, um, some extracurricular activity right before you go to the movies. Just sit down in your seat. And just park and have a good time, man. Just laugh at this summit. <laughs> park, where do you go to watch movies, Ricky? A drive-in theater? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, like park park yourself in the seat. You know what I'm saying? Like express. Oh, <laughs> go gotcha, gotcha. Oh no, I got a cut. I get him to bring food to me, bro. I, I get over overpriced chicken sandwich that is very good, but <laughs> it's a yeah. good chicken sandwich. But yeah, you know, you pay for the convenience. Fact. Also, their seats. Oh my god! That's- like I could, I cannot sleep in a recliner. I could never sleep in a recliner, but their seats. Yeah, I could pass out, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> See, Cinemark, right? uh, I, I went to Cinemark, yeah, and I came upon one of the most glorious things ever. The seat I picked, the recline function was broken. Yeah, and I was like, "Thank God," because my legs will hit the little button because it's on the inside of the seat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so, like. All of a sudden, I'm sitting there, and I like to sit pretty straight up. Oh, okay. Like, uh, my my back does not like the whole recline thing. Like, <laughs> my neck, like, I'm craning my neck. And part of that is, I like to sit in the back of the theater. Yeah. I like to so sit So, I'll go back row, but then I want to sit. In the, middle, in the middle to the back. That's what I try and aim for. Right. And so, when you... When you recline in that spot, you can't see a damn thing. You're looking at the ceiling. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not going to get a crick in my neck to watch a movie laid back like that. Sunday, 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 Alan and I went to see the Roughnecks. Roughnecks. In the Texas Showdown. The last home home game from the homestand. Honestly, pretty great three-game package. I mean, honestly, the homestand was everything that you'd expect it to be. All the games had a little bit of a different theme going to it. And this one, honestly, was had on, it had me at the edge of my seat. I ain't even going to lie. It was a Looked real fun. one. Looked fine. It was a great game. <laughs> Let me ask you guys about this. So I noticed that their schedule, their scheduling is a little bizarre. And like, okay, so basically it's Mm -hmm. like three home games, three away games, and then one, one, one and one or something like that. Right. Something 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 like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so why do you think, so why do you think they booked it like that? Is that uh, to reduce the price for traveling or something like that for the teams? (laughs) Because three, three, honestly, and then, you know, it just. It it could just be happenstance because St. Louis was on yeah. the road the first three weeks. Yeah. Um, it also could be on purpose as now the Roughnecks don't have to fight against the rodeo for attendance for three weeks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they probably couldn't do it that they, they probably would have – like to done this past week's game and the next two weeks. Yeah. But they probably had some hitch in the schedule where they couldn't. Yeah. You know, maybe the Alamo Dome was uh, taken. Yeah. Huh. You know, there was a concert or something there. Yeah. But I think I, I'd like to think that it was a conscious decision to avoid the rodeo. The rodeo. That's why I just, I just our attendance drop off. 
our attendance drop off from last week was only four hundred people. Okay. That's not bad. Three hundred three hundred and ninety seven really because you know, we had three seats we couldn't fill. Yeah. You know, to all of you who didn't want to come to the game with us, you missed a great game. <laughs> it was still a it was still a good crowd, even though there was you know it was still you know less than what we hoped for. Yeah, three ninety seven. But we were still hot. Um, that's that's not bad at all. Phil said he watched it on TV. Crowd sounded pretty good. So yeah, it looked okay. Know, we were we were definitely getting after it. Yeah, it looked okay on TV. Highlight of the, the night. Highlight of the night. Go ahead, Alan. Sorry, sorry, Rick. I'll let you go right now. But highlight of the night. Getting the little homie sitting in front of us with the long afro and the mullet on the Jumbotron <laughs> and TV. That's all I'm right? saying. <clears throat> That's what it's all yeah, about. We had this, That's what it's all about. We had one little dude come in with a haircut straight out of 1972. <laughs> and then the other one comes in with a spiky side shaved mullet straight out of 1986 <laughs> i was like that's phenomenal well done kids <laughs> that is awesome so the one thing that i did enjoy about watching but, it on tv is that like um they give like tremendous um access to the reporters and everything when you actually watch it on tv and so like one of the things that's yeah. pretty wild is like mm-hmm. they'll like the reporter will go up to like the players and then they'll ask them about like a play that just happened or they'll catch like Heinz Ward in, in the middle. They call like Heinz Ward when he was just like pissed off and the game was kind of getting away from him. He was like, yeah, we're just getting out coached, man. <laughs> He's like, we're just getting out coached. Also, when, like when, when the defense, when the defense laid it on the offense. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> XFL also needs a weekend to get over their weekend because they had a great weekend of football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saturday Saturday night after Cocaine Bear, I came home, I turned on the uh, the Vegas Vipers versus the Seattle Sea Dragons. And that's a bit of a tongue twister to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but that game was a freaking wild. Like... Multiple lead changes in the last couple minutes once again, and end the game with a walk off touchdown. Nice. Well, it wasn't a walk off. There was a couple seconds left, but Josh Gordon catches this deep ball from Ben Denucci and Denucci. makes a few guys like he like he's like get off of me, <laughs> and then like makes his way into the end zone. For a game winner, I was like, wow, nice. Yeah, they have been very nice. I think the Texans should give them a call. Pick up my boy, Josh Gordon, for low, low. (laughs) (laughs) So, D.C. versus St. Louis. Yeah. D.C. versus St. Louis, the early game on Sunday. Two 2-0 teams. It was exactly as advertised. What a game. The beer snake was out and about. It got so big, it was coming out of the stadium. They that, had that to start a second say. beer snake. Yeah, that's something I will say. Even at, even at the Tadeku Stadium, right, the security was definitely a little bit more lenient. 
They were even passing some of the beach balls back up, you know, shout out. Because, you know, the first week it was pretty rough out there when they were taking all our stuff away. <laughs> all right. <laughs> they handed some of them back to the crowd? So I saw a photographer doing it. I didn't see a security guy doing it, but yeah. I I believe that they probably did because beach balls kept reappearing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to get Which this is, in is, is a pretty funny thing whenever the crowd starts. The, st- the crowd stops giving a fuck about the game. It's like, yeah, the defense got this wrapped up. We got a couple of uh, <laughs> possessions here. Get out the beach balls, you know? <laughs> they just start chilling. The offense is like, the uh, yeah, the opposing team's offense is just like driving it down the field, and all they see at the end of the end zone is just a beach ball. It's just like, boo! <laughs> <laughs> and then they don't even score. Ah, everybody goes hype. We were paying attention. <laughs> So, uh, uh, once again, uh, San Antonio put a little scare in us early. Mm-hmm. They drove right down the field, first drive, scored. And then uh, that was it for scoring in the first half for them. <laughs> the defense is like, all right, we're going to spot you one. And then the offense is going to go down and score and make a better conversion so that we're up. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're just putting the clamps on. And the offense didn't score in the second half. So thank God the defense was good. Yeah. San Antonio did score a second time. And they were driving and oh man, I'm starting to get scared. Like people are starting to chant undefeated. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Y'all need to chill. This is nine <laughs> points, and this is the XFL. You need to chill out with the undefeated chant until that clock is triple zeros and we're still up. Because <laughs> there was two really big defensive plays. Well, technically five really big defensive plays in the fourth quarter. One was the interception. I am, My mind is blown by that interception. He's running down with the receiver. The receiver reaches up. He gets both hands on the ball. Our defender reaches up backhand and just like sweeps the ball right out of his hands. Just yoink. This is mine now. (laughs) (laughs) I had to, because watching it live, it was right down, you know, our view is essentially right down that sideline. And they were going away from us. So... I'm watching the play, and I'm like, I can't tell if he broke that up or if the receiver caught it. All of a sudden, our guy comes up holding the ball, like jumping up and down. I'm like, holy shit, he picked it off. That was a great play. And then at the very end of the game, the Brahmas are making their way down the field, and they end up, they get a P.I. in the end zone, I think. They end up on a one-yard line. Four tries from the one-yard line. The Roughnecks defense stands tall. Stuffs them. Four plays in a row. From the one. From the one. Holy shit. Freaking phenomenal. I was so hyped after that. Like... Oh, my God. It was awesome. I'm getting hyped now. 
Ready to go. Let's go. So, Roughnecks are three and oh, baby. Undefeated. Undefeated. Or eight and oh. Correctly. Eight and oh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what we're going to do if they ever lose. Like, it'll be a dark day in Roughnecks fandom. Yeah, they got three. <laughs> they got three away games in a row, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a tad worried. Yeah, and, one of them. But and then they come back. They got so we got we got Orlando this week. So Orlando is uh, still very snake bit. They're what zero and three. Uh, that's a good question. Oh, you should have told me to pull up the schedule before. <laughs> As you say that, so I can pull up the XFL app on my phone and look at it. So it is, it is Saturday at seven p.m. So I I will be watching that, and they're doing something with these West Coast games that I I get but don't love. And that the second game on Saturday is at 10 p.m. San Antonio versus Seattle. And then Sunday, 4 p.m., St. Louis versus Arlington. And Sunday at 7, Vipers versus the Defenders. Uh, uh, Once again, another great slate of games. I'm hoping we can uh, put it on uh, the Guardians again. You know, it, it might be like, you know, nothing cures what ails you like playing the Guardians. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like NFL teams when they come and play the Texans. They're cures Orlando, what right? ails you right there. They're Orlando, right? Huh? They're Orlando, right? Yeah. So, um, yes. yeah, you get down in that Florida sun and you get down in that Florida party scene and like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> this is the same team they beat 33-12 in week one. No, I know, but that was in Houston. That's the home Now You're in town. You're good to go. You get to sleep in your own bed. We'll see, man. Well, you do, you do know that all the teams are based out of Arlington. Like, even the Houston Roughnecks, they're not, they're not practicing in Houston. They're flying here from Arlington for game day. Everybody's just based out of Arlington? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, for practice and team facilities and such. That kind of disappoints me. That makes every team like an Arlington team. (laughs) Like they're all just... No, no, because... (laughs) No, because they're still playing their... their, They're still playing their games at their stadium. Yeah. And... So I'm not mad about it. Like They're all Cowboys you got to give the league a little bit of time. You got to give the league a little bit of time to build that infrastructure. That's fair. That's to support fair. all the teams. Like in 2020, they were all based out of Houston. Yeah. They just moved up, up I-45 a little bit. Now Orlando, they did have a little problem and a little, little real first scandal for the 2023 XFL. Uh-oh. In that one of the Orlando quarterbacks was apparently giving plays to other teams. Like handing out, I don't know if he was handing out playbooks or what. 
He was just like, look, I'm just going to leave my playbook here on the Zoom call and uh, be back in like <laughs> 15 minutes. All right. I'm going to flip the pages as I walk by. <laughs> okay, so why do you think this is? Do you think he did it on, do you think he did it on accident or like is he pissed off at his team and he's like <laughs> trying to get back at his team or something? It, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard much about the story. I mean, even that, even if you were pissed off at your team or at the coach for, for like let's say not starting you, right? Let's if you were like a jealous type, right? I don't think you would jeopardize your future in the league or anywhere for that matter. Yeah. By you know no giving out the information just in. willingly. Sold plays, so he sold. He was selling them to opposing teams. Hmm. <laughs> Be a dead spin. So yeah, he Quentin Dorman Dormady has been giving his offensive team's plays. Oh my god, to their opponents. Which makes sense. That that's why that may be why they're on three. So this week they're gonna have like a resurgence. They figured out the story. They're gonna kick this guy out of the team and then they're gonna rally and beat the rough next fellas. Sorry. <laughs> so he he was released immediately after they found out about it, and he was like removed from the XFL. But then website. the XFL turned around and reinstated him, <laughs> so he's still eligible to play for them, I guess. Hmm. Okay. Um, but it hasn't really. It doesn't really say exactly what happened just says he gave plays to opponents i heard sold i heard like he's selling them to play uh opponents to other teams i mean it's possible yeah i i would think i mean i would think that was such a dumb move that's why now yeah because he's not going to get a shot with anybody yeah, as it pertains to like locker room culture, that's not the type of person that you would ever bring into your locker room. Like in the NFL, any other no. XFL team, like that's wild. <laughs> and and there's enough there's enough quarterbacks out there that they don't need him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Unless he's like really, really like good. He can which go... If he was really, really good, he'd probably be in the NFL. So <laughs> <laughs> or at least starting for Orlando. Yeah, for that team, yeah. <laughs> over Paxton Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wild story. It's insane. Um, I'm curious to see what else happens. Not as wild as this NBA story, Jay Moran. <laughs> Not ah. only did he, like, assault a footlocker employee, <clears throat> I guess he went like on Instagram Live and was just like, woo woo, you to you. Obviously, like Ricky says, this is not an audio visual format. This is just the audio format. And as I'm doing my hands into gun signs, <laughs> so yeah, apparently he was in a nightclub and waving a gun around and broadcasting no, it on the internet. Not... And which normally, um, just having guns, you know, is not the craziest thing. But John Moran has these incidences. Like you said, like he was in like a Reebok store, a Nike store, 
where apparently he thought, or Foot Locker or something like that, where apparently he thought like one of the employees was getting into it with like his mom or something. And so John Moran comes up there with a group of, with the whole group. And like, they, they look like they're going to go after the uh, Foot Locker employees, but it, it ended up being like calmed down. This comes off the heels of a couple of weeks ago where there was a report where John Morant is like in the back of an SUV or something like that. And then there are like red dots coming out of the SUV pointed at like the other vehicle. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. John, John Morant is for the streets, bro. Like he is, he is very, yeah. this, is a, this is a rough situation too. Cause John Morant's like one of the funnest players to watch in the NBA. He's legitimately one of the most exciting people to watch. And he's about to make like generational wealth, bro. Like, like a ridiculous amount of money. And like, this could end up like really curtailing all of that. And I don't know. It's getting wild for him. Look, if if Deshaun Watson taught us anything is that, you know, somebody's <laughs> going to pay you no matter what. So, look, I think I think <laughs> I think the problem here is that he's not for the streets like you say, and he's just showboating that he is, and that's why he's getting in trouble. I don't know, but if you have enough incidences where like if you have enough incidences, you are kind of like you are you are down for the cause. You're about that life, man. Like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, it could be either either or, for sure. Yeah, I, I do yeah. feel like somebody in his life needs to sit him down, maybe slap him upside the head, and be like, "Yo, bro, do you know how you much you are money? fucking up?" Do you know how much money you're about to make, bro? You're about to set up your life. You're about to set off your legacy, your your lifeline, like, for years to come, bro. Like, just don't screw that up. It's insane. It's wild stuff, man. So, we, we kind of talk, we talked about the uh, Roughnecks, and we moved into NBA. And, you know, as, as the Roughnecks were defending the honor of the Bayou City, the Space City, the Clutch City. So were the Rockets as they put it on the Spurs that night. Same night. Now, I will take you back to uh, a day back in September of last year where the Pittsburgh Pirates and Steelers did that to uh, Cincinnati in a week. Yeah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's always a heartwarming story to see one city completely dominate another. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just feel bad for San Antonio. They have the beautiful river walk. They have so many nice things in San Antonio. They have a wonderful wax museum. Hey. And, like, their their teams just suck right now, bro. Like, But the Texans suck, too. Well, so, I don't know. <laughs> you know. You know, to me, the difference is that you know, when there was a battle here in Houston, you know, we won. We piss off a lot of Texans with that one. <laughs> Throw an Alamo shade. Is that okay? I was with Alamo. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> that, that's as Ricky would say. So for those who don't know, not only <laughs> San Jacinto, 
not only not only did after the Alamo, Texas gained its independence from Mexico by fighting here in the San Jacinto right down 225 from Brian's home. But <laughs> hey, I think people I think people know more about the Alamo than random wrestling references. So <laughs> No, I was oh. just saying how how no, it was a double it was a double burn because then, you know, the battle the battle to gain the Texas independence from Mexico was won here in Houston. So Houston also then be you know, we're better than San Antonio for that reason too. Well, this joke just ground to a halt. It derailed <laughs> like an Ohio train. <laughs> Don't worry, we can set this on fire, it'll be fine. You can come out, drink the water, just go ahead. Oh my Which, goodness. by the way, Bry, as somebody who works in the chemical plants, uh-huh. what the fuck? Like, are, is it okay to burn something like that? Do not ask me. I thought that was a terrible decision, but <laughs> I am not part of the EPA. Apparently, it was an EPA-approved decision. So, uh, one thing I wanted to go back to um, about the the roughnecks. The uh, field goal kicker uh, left one short, <laughs> and I, I thought it was really a makeable field goal, and so it was very disappointing. So, but I how had a good idea. It, did they say how how long was it? You know, I don't remember how long it was. Okay. It it might have been forty yards or so. Yeah, um, maybe a little more. It was. I, I would have thought it was makeable for a professional kicker, but. You know, I, I think that the uh, the Refnecks should uh, should look to the Dynamo. They should go get the guy to get the themselves Cowboys. a new kicker. My my boy Sam, my boy Sam. They won't pass him the ball on the pitch, so let's just have him kick field goals for the Refnecks. You know, I, I think he's got enough leg for it. <laughs> he should. So, he should just strike it right down the middle. You know, <laughs> I I want to say it was one of our first episodes was called "Pass It to Sam." Well, this episode it's let Sam kick it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the kicking game wasn't great. If I was gonna if I was gonna say one kind of stain the Roughnecks had, it was that the kicking. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the opening kickoff almost got run back because he kicked like a squib kick. Like, it just, yeah, it wasn't great. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. And, you know, with that defense, you know, you can get away with a lot. Yes, you can. <laughs> um, our our running back, Max Borgie, was uh, trying, to, trying to prove that he doesn't just look like Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> he also plays like him. He was a he was a beast. Like 74 yards rushing and a bunch more receiving yards. It was fantastic. Yeah, the uh our wide so, receiver, um with number 13, I think his name is. Crazy good. Dontrell uh-huh. something. I forget his name. But like he's really good. He ended up having like 70 yards in the second in the second quarter himself. They were I I saw they were yeah. going to him a lot, you know. He's really good though. Real good hands, man. He's just one of those wide receivers, one of those just guys, like, let's just get the ball in his hands and let's see what he can do with it. Absolutely. John Trey Kirkland, who also yeah. has been like the uh, 
the hype man at the beginning of the games. Yep. They had for Women's History Month, they had uh, Wade Phillips' wife come out and like give the game ball. And then they, and he was out there with her and getting the crowd hype and you know Wade Phillips has been married for fifty four years, like holy crap seven. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he uh, he uh, said in a press conference uh, this week, um, the reason why he's not in the NFL anymore is because he's old. <laughs> he was like. He was just like, I'm going to be blunt. I'm old. <laughs> they don't want to hire me. <laughs> so I hired him. Uh... <laughs> T-Mobile? Did you hire him at T-Mobile to sell off some I'm hired, I'm hired him to coach Little League, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's our guy. You're talking to my guy all wrong. <laughs> well, see, the Texas are a Little League, so, you know, you could just – Plop him in there. So, well, listen, we don't want him. We don't want him leaving the Roughnecks. Quite frankly, UFC last weekend, <laughs> notorious random fight guy and scumbag extraordinaire John Bones Jones. Random fight is guy. Now, Ran, hold on. Hold on. Well, John Bones. Okay, Jones okay, okay, okay. Great. Meanwhile, John Jones is right. over here, Bob Martial Ross, in his whole career. You just John Jones is over here, like, let me paint a little freaking death clutch right here on Leota Machida, standing guillotine. Mm, random man. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. It wasn't random. The domestic, the domestic assaults were random. So you know. <laughs> He's yeah. a bit of a scumbag outside of the cage, or he has Look, been. I yeah. hope he's improving. I, I feel like David Goggins keeps him honest, you know, and his camp keeps him honest, you know. He's praising God. So I, I feel like, you know, John Jones turned a new leaf, and we can't judge him for what he was doing whenever he was, you know, yes, fighting his demons. Yes, because can. he literally he, he hit it. Fighting he his demons, fighting his girlfriend. <laughs> he he well, fights his he fights his wife. He he does a hit and run on a pregnant woman. Like, yes, we can judge him slightly for that. We can't judge that's, him. That's yeah, that's not demons, that's scumbag behavior. He really shouldn't be fighting and making money. He should be in fucking jail. He should have been. I well, agree. I agree. The the yeah. reason why John Jones was was on cocaine was because he needed an excuse for whenever he would lose. But here's the thing: he just never loses. So you know what? Just now we just gotta accept John Jones for you know the new man that he is. Oh, you know, no, it's just like I accept I accept Sean for you know moving on to the Browns and finding happiness over there. You just oh you my just god, Alan! Go. Hold on. <laughs> the views of Alan Gonzalez do not reflect those of Dirty Dina Studios. Sure, for real. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not signing up any of this. I hope John Jones. <laughs> I, I do hope that John Jones is, uh, has turned over a new leaf and become a better person. I'm not accepting a new person just yet. I think it takes time. I think it takes you know you you have to go through a sort of period of adjustment 
before we can see if John Jones, let's make sure he doesn't pop for steroids or that like this win made him, didn't make him do something absolutely random and crazy on that night. <laughs> like, you know, let's, uh, let's give him a Honestly, he needs to fund, he needs to fund a battered women's shelter. Yes, fully fund. Like, yeah. it'd be a battered women's mansion with security <laughs> guards. Like, come on. I am sorry. Well, he's a we'll scumbag. See, we'll I didn't get into this last week. Yeah. But he's a scumbag. And Alan, I'm disturbed how much you're defending him. I almost think you did it on purpose think, just to piss it, me off. I think Alan wants to see the positive in him. Alan wants to, wants Look, to give him a shot. Yeah, which like, I do, too. I do, too. Like, I, what, Alan too. like yeah, like, I want to see the positive in it, but, like, what am I supposed to do? Not be impressed with the way he manhandled a serial gone? Like, this man's a giant. This man's a French behemoth of a beast. Bigger than Brock oh, Lesnar. Oh, French. <laughs> well, he just look. surrendered immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Freedom. Hello? Rise. Hello? Freedom yeah, it's the night. It's the 19, it, it, it's, it's 2002 and they want their joke back. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, I mean, either way, I, I just thought it was a masterful performance, you know, just the way he took him to the ground and submitted him. I mean, obviously the first meme I saw was when uh, John Joseph's fiance lasts longer than Serial Gone. So, you know, of course. See, we, uh, no, no, no. And then when she That's came so into wrong. the cage, when she came into the cage to give him a hug after the fight, yeah. they were saying shout out to Gerard, to shout out to John Jones, sparring partner. Like of course. That. Bro, that was horrible. Oh, uh, see, that shit's brutal. That's just brutal. That I, is brutal. So, Alan, uh, on the outside, I hope that John Jones is, you know, Getting better on the inside yeah. of the cage. Like, oh my what do you want god! Me to, what, you this, want me to sit here and be like, "Yeah, I hope he beats the shit out out of his new fiance, so then like we can see he's a real piece of shit." Like, what? no, what I hope that the justice no, system decides to work and he goes to jail. Yeah, we're just saying it may be a little early to just you know move past all the horrendous shit that he's done before. You know, let's give him some it's years been, of like it's been being on his well over two character. years. I feel, but <laughs> but look look, it obviously it's horrible. Obviously, it's something that it like it's it's just like obviously fandom and personal respect are two totally different things but just the way he's been acting why, recently why even why ever cheer for somebody that does shit like that like i'm sorry i'm gonna get in my feelings a little bit this is the type this is something that pisses me off no i can actually i can actually i can actually tell you about that part so like john because like you as a fan you um so let me explain it this way chris benoit back in the day was an absolutely amazing professional wrestling a uh, professional wrestler horrible human being okay hulk hogan amazing professional wrestler maybe a bit of a horrible human being sometimes i i don't know i not to the extent of chris benoit of course but still 
a horrible human being. I mean, obviously, this is how you look at Jesus. it from John Jones' standpoint. So you, so you, so you carve <clears throat> the areas. I can root for John Jones as a fighter inside the cage, but outside the cage, like I, I also root for him. But as in, like, you need to get your shit together. I hope that you, you know, you, yeah. you become a better human being. But, but inside the cage, like. I'm sorry, like he's absolutely amazing to watch in the cage. It's just a situation where you just have to, you just have to distinct between those two things, you know. So you you root for John Jones, the sort of entertainer in the cage, but I don't know John Jones, a human being. I like I don't I don't, I don't really know him. I've heard, you know, he's done stuff that's pretty horrendous, but inside the cage, you know. I, I think you can I think there's a distinction there where you can root for both where you can root for guys on I think there is where you can root for people in separate situations yeah I'm just saying this has been you know something that it's been probably three years since John Jones has been in a championship bout and all he does is win championship bouts so I mean, so yeah, the the scumbag won the title. <laughs> Congratulations, asshole! So I do well, want to say, you know, what, say honestly, let's be... put it like this. Hold on, I'll I'll put it like this. Greg Hardy, scumbag, right? Obviously, yeah. he also left the NFL for domestic violence issues. So guess what? Yeah. He went to go fight in the UFC, and guess what? Eventually, he got exposed for being a shitty fighter. So it's up to the fighters or you know the public persona just like just like how people wanted the sean watson to get hold on let me finish just like people wanted defenders to tackle deshaun watson and just like have him crippled by the third game he's back well guess what that's not going to happen unless like the offensive line who's getting paid to protect them just stop doing their fucking job so honestly it's a it's a game thing it's a sporting thing and then there's private life or you know public life obviously these so okay i'm, I'm gonna put it to move on to the rest of the card yeah sure yeah obviously this yeah. was the main event so we started hot and heavy and uh the real pound for pound king in my mind as obviously moving up from lightweight to heavyweight is the big uh real pound for pound thing but back to the happy side of it the co-main event miss grasso picking up the dub over Miss Shevchenko in a wild four-round fight. Ricky, did you watch it? Oh, yeah. I watched the entire card. Yeah, that was absolutely... So, Valentina Shevchenko is like this Russian monster who's just been destroying people. She kind of had a really tough last fight against uh, Talia Santos, I think her name was. Um, She had a really tough fight against a Brazilian in her last fight where she won, but it was very controversial and ended up going to all five rounds to the judges and Shevchenko picked up the victory. She just looked like one of those people who was going to hold the belt for like 10 years. Like for a while there, there looked like nobody who could really touch uh, uh, Valentina Shevchenko. And so Alexa Grasso comes around, a Mexican champion, now Mexican champion. She comes around. She's, she's one of these really tough fighters. She's like, when you look at her, she's not like just like a monster or anything like that, but she's just really good, really solid, real good fundamentals, mm-hmm. real good striking. She has okay ground. Um, and like she's just tough as hell. 
she's just one of those fighters where you knew, like, if you could get her in the cage against uh, <laughs> Shevchenko, I, I, I'm still picking Shevchenko, which, you know, most Shevchenko was a favorite going into that fight, and rightfully so. But it was a situation where, like, Grasso or somebody like that, on the right night, they could end up getting there. And she ended up getting there. It's absolutely amazing. Crowd went wild. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it was it was pretty wild. Um, I think the most surprising part was that Grasso was ready for those Shevchenko flare attempts, right? So spinning back kicks, spinning spinning fists, you know, anything like that, and then even some takedowns. There was a takedown defense, I think, in the second round where uh-huh. Grasso just stuffed it really nice. And Shevchenko had to, like, keep the, the fight on the on the standing up. So that's where the uh, the hands came into play for sure. Yeah. And then they showed one of the really cool parts about in the aftermath of this fight. So Valentina Shevchenko, she goes for these spinning back kicks. She ended up going for a spinning back kick in the fourth that ended up leading to her downfall. Grasso grabs her from behind as she goes for the spinning back kick, grabs her from behind and uses that to take her down and gets a rear naked choke, wherein, like, Alexa Grasso is on her back and she has the hooks in, so her legs um, clamp down across her sort of hips and everything. Then she ends up getting her in a choke and choking her out. And they end up showing that she was practicing at all practice, all camp. They had they had videos side by side that, like, she won with the same technique that she was practicing in camp with. It was it was absolutely amazing. Practice makes perfect. Get you there. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, to start off, actually, the main the main card. Uh, I forgot who he fought, but. Bo Nichols, NCAA wrestler, and he only has, I think, four now professional UFC fights. So his fourth fight was a pretty much like a start of the the that main event of that main card. So it's a pretty pretty big call up for him. It was honestly he the fighter he fought was a was he ranked or just top top like top ten, Ricky. I don't remember. I don't think they would have put him against somebody in the top ten this early, but maybe maybe in that okay. ten to fifteen range. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't. I, the the guy that he fought, I, I forget his name, but I don't, you know, he's he's kind of like a, a sort of guy that you put in there against somebody. Like Bo Nickel has a real hype train going behind him. He looks like you know one of the sort of new next big things, next big stars in the UFC. And like Bo Nickel came into their three and zero, he ends up finishing this guy super quick, like two minutes into the fight, which is what you want to <laughs> see from a guy like that. Just go up in there. You're supposed he finished to finish the guy the super fight. quick, huh? <laughs> Jesus, Brian. <laughs> All right, well, guys, that's 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 going to be it for us on this episode of Sea uh, Space City. Thank you, thank you for listening. If you made it this catch far, us on social once again. <laughs> right. Catch us on social media on Facebook at Space City Recreation and Entertainment. On Instagram at Space City S R E. 
And on Twitter at Space City RE. Catch me on Instagram at Brian's Beard Show. And catch me on Twitter at this underscore those. Elliot Update, he's still progressing. Um, still trying very hard to uh, to get his voice back. Um, working more and more every day, getting a little bit little bit better. Good so wanted to get get that update in. And we've seen three Roughnecks games in a row. We've been out doing all kinds of stuff. My mm-hmm. parents are coming down next week, so we will have a a, a an episode, easy for me to say, that we'll be calling <laughs> Extra Time. We're all fumbling you know? our way through this ending right here. Jesus. Yeah, right? Um, so I'll be doing the Texas tour guide thing again. So we will be back brand new in two weeks. Are you? Uh, last but check time, out the Extra Time. Last time. Brian did a Bucky's and a rodeo. He just he hit him with all of the like stereotypical Texas stuff. Are you doing that stuff again this time? Yes. <laughs> more Bucky's and more rodeos. <laughs> well, this time is the bigger rodeo, so you can get definitely get a bigger rodeo. Right? Absolutely. You didn't so, get a funnel cake last time, so no, we had funnel cake last time. It was no elote last oh. time. Oh. Oh, you, oh, you're gonna get hooked up for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I'm gonna be out seeing Space City. Alan and Ricky are gonna be out getting into some shenanigans and seeing Space City. So, yeah, listeners, maybe. you know, catch Ricky if you can outside in San Antonio and get out there profusely for the way that we have disparaged the city of San Antonio in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful river walk, though. <laughs> Ricky's going to be on the river walk with a sign that says, I'm so sorry, and a Sea Space City logo. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, guys, the fight, but we won the war. <laughs> so. all right well thank you once again for listening to see space city get out there and see space city see